Hello, you crazy people. Don't worry. I called you crazy, but I'm your leader. That means I'm totally insane. You have to be crazy to stick it out with me. But hey, you're back again. This is episode nine. Welcome back. I am Gregory. Hey, man, I was, uh, I was chilling today and I was just, uh, not doing nothing. I'm doing nothing. So I said, fuck it. I got an idea. I had a thought that came into my head and I want to share it. Um, what, 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 what's, what's wrong with married people watching porn? How, how many married people actually watch porn? Just divide it up. Men to women ratio. I'm more curious, obviously, about how many women watch porn. And here's why. If um if a woman's husband's watching porn, most likely he's doing it really, really creepily, like silently, in a corner, really quiet. He's not letting anyone know this. He's going through to a great extent to hide it. I'm pretty sure. You know why? Because there's something fucked up about being caught by your wife with, your, with your junk out watching some porn. And it's probably going to be some of the worst porn you find. It's not no straight lace, you know, hustler type or playboy. It's going to be the most de- devious, demeaning de- 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 shit you can find on the internet. Um, the older you are, I think the raunchier it gets. Um, I don't know why. I just think that's a fact. Maybe it's the fact you get older and this guy who's just like, fuck, I need something really, really fucked up. So <laughs> that's what they do. That's what we do. We go out and we find the most disgusting shit. Um, I don't know what kind of porn women watch. Um, I'd be curious to find out. But do they? And if they do, as a as men, will we be insulted if I was more watching porn? We'll be offended. Will we be angry as they are? I guess that's the key question here. Would either be just as angry if they caught the other? I don't know. Um, speaking from a personal point, I don't think I'd be angry. Uh, we're human. I think it's natural. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's no different than going to the movies, in my opinion, because uh, going to a movie because your wife says, I want to see Chris Pratt movie because she loves the fuck out of Chris Pratt. Well, that's basically porn. It's a sexual attraction to someone. And I think that's worse. Um, I think it's worse, but I don't think it's, in my opinion, horrible. You know, women have more physical attacks. Once they get an attraction to someone, it's worse than a man. Man, we can just go out there and find somebody and, blah, 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 and go back home. Like, I still love you, honey. When you're banging that girl out of the bar. Yeah, but I still love you. Women will be upset about that. Men wouldn't be as upset. About, I'm sorry I got drunk and I got in the Go never let it happen again. But let her buy that motherfucker some shoes. You in love with his ass, ain't you? Ah, that's it. I can't take it. I can't take it. Because <laughs> that, that means they latch on to someone else and they release your latch. But, I mean, getting back to the, the subject of hammy, look, in, in my opinion, I think that if it's used in a healthy way and it's openly shared between the two uh, of, of them, of you, that it can be a benefit, it can be a helper, it can be a job aid. It will help you with your spouse understand things or help them express things. They may like it. They may not feel comfortable telling you. Uh, I know people who said that they tell their wives to watch porn. And their wife tells them, yeah, I watch it a little bit. While you're gone, watch a little porn and you know, get a little ready for you. 
don't know. So, yeah, so it can be a, it can be a pro. It can also be a con because it can draw attention away. Uh, some women have said that they feel like no, you're too addicted to porn. You stop watching. You stop talking to me. You stop being attracted to me. Um, that's been the thing that studies have shown. Most times men go to porn because I don't know they feel like, well this is something or whatever, or things change. I think there are some cases where that's not true. I think sometimes people just like porn and they they love the person they wouldn't. It doesn't change anything. But does it create a problem? Is it the same as cheating? This next question: Is it the same as cheating? Hmm. I guess that's a person by person question, case by case scenario. Some people feel differently than others, male and female. Some men feel like if their wife is watching porn, she's cheating on them because she's looking at somebody she doesn't have. In those cases, maybe the man feels like he's a little lacking. Maybe he's a little, feels a little fear. Maybe he's intimidated by the fact that the man that she likes him. You know, if she looks at his search, he looks at her search history and finds out he's looking at dudes that are hung like Christmas lights. I mean, he's not really worried about that. But then hung like an elephant, then she's probably he's probably going to have a problem with that. I don't think it really matters women what the woman looks like unless they have issues about their body shape. And here you are looking at women that are looking on perfect ten, and you're like, she's like, I can never look like that. That's what you want. That's what you want. So I guess it could cause problems there. It could cause um, confidence. Um, uh, they don't women that feel confident in themselves because it's what you're looking at, and they equate that to what you want, not what you don't appreciate what you have. So there's a few ways of looking at it. It's interesting though. Uh, you could take it further. There, there are people who actually not only watch porn, but they um, engage in other activities. They're like swingers, or some they go to voyeur shows, they go to the sex shows, they go to sex stores, they go to different they go to alternative type sex clubs and things of that nature. Uh, it comes down ultimately, I guess, to the person you're with and the person you are and what you. Um, what you two want to explore together. And, you know, if it comes, no, it comes down to, in my opinion, you know, what you want, uh, what you want and what you express to your partner. Key word here just popped into my head. I should have said this a long time ago. Communication. Communication and openness to an extent. To an extent. The openness part, I'll put an asterisk next to because communication is key. But communication also lets you know what you can and cannot do with your spouse and what they may or may not be into. Um, you want to be cautious about that, I would think. You don't want to go in and just say, you know what, uh, why not you take me out of the house and then throw a bucket of butter at me and then put me in a baby suit and whoa, 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 what? You got to feather it in a little bit. So, but the communication is still key. Because you don't want to, you, <laughs> you don't want to live your life uh, without living to the fullest. You'll go through life without living to the fullest. You'll feel regret. You could potentially try to live out some of those fantasies without them. And that's where it gets kind of kind of bad. I'm kind of a little, little hinky there a little bit. Because you want just for your spouse to at least understand what you like and what you want to do. You don't want to make the fit. You don't want to feel like you have to be secretive about it. Um, I mean, if you choose to be secretive about it or keep it just suppressed, that's your choice. That's fine. If you recognize the person that you're with doesn't like those habits, doesn't like those things, and some days you have to say, look, I love this person. I like doing these things. This person doesn't. I love this person enough to actually 
um, not pursue these habits. But I kind of go back into the communication piece. Uh, thinking up front, right up front, off the back. If you had those talks and things of that nature, you kind of get that out on the open. You know, feeling out the person you're with, picking somebody that you know is a good match for you or feels a good match for you, somebody who's close to what you like to do. Don't hire a stay-at-home person if you're an outdoorsy person. You, you like someone who goes skiing and hiking and doing stuff. Don't hire someone who likes reading a good book and they're a homebody. It's not going to work. I mean, it, it could work, but you're going to have some challenges. There's a lot of chances. There's a lot of high percentage that it won't work. So, but back to the porn, because uh, that's where we started here. Um, let's say you're one of you say you want to guys say, well, Greg, I'm listening to you, right? You know, I do have this habit. Um, I think that's a thing. I kind of like watching it, but are you saying that maybe if I talk to my wife about it, she might want to watch it with me? No, I'm not saying that. Uh, that's more so a question to ask you. You ask yourself. Do I think she would like to watch porn with me? I don't. <sighs> okay, I'm going to my personal opinion on it. So, remove my personal opinion. Oh, fuck it. My personal opinion is I don't know how much joy you would get out. People would get out of it. Um, I can see there would be joy. Maybe it's a learning exercise. Maybe you watch stuff together. Maybe it's a good opportunity to find out what they may like. Try different video, try different shows, try different content, kind of getting a feel for it. Maybe feathers and stuff that you like. You know, I don't know. Uh, food wrestling. By the way, food wrestling is one of the things I do not like. I cannot see wasting a good banana split with somebody jumping into it. That's depressing. I love banana splits. I love ice cream banana split. Don't ever feed me one off somebody. Wait, is that in my porn collection? I don't know. Hmm, might be. Oh, let me let me let me shelf that for a minute. <laughs> but it was a good opportunity. It's a good opportunity to take that time and say, "Hey, look, you know, it's just working out, just trying to work it up, work up to it." And this is male or female. I think sometimes it's easier for women to approach their their husband, or husbands approach their wife, or if you're a same-sex couple, that kind of depends on who's the driver. You know. If it's if that person easier from my experience, I know it's probably easier if my wife came to me and said some crazy shit like yeah, I want to jump off the roof and then jump on top of you. Like, well, if you realize how old I am, right? Something's gonna break on both of us. But if you want to try, we can go for it. <sighs> I got enough vacation time and health insurance. But uh, yeah, I just think that's from personal experience. I think it's easier for me that way. But you know, you know your relationship. Uh, try uh, work up to it don't just jump in the deep end just go right to the bottom of the pool shit might go sideways don't come messaging me saying I told you to do that I'm gonna deny it deny it times two but uh, I, no, I think I think it can be healthy I think there's good and bad things that can come from pornography uh, just adult content Adult lifestyle stuff, but you have to figure out, you know, what you want, you know, and, and that's that's a big key piece. Uh, that's a big piece, personal piece. Knowing what you want first, understanding what you want, what you like, and then discussing with your partner and being open to the fact that they may say no, and you 
can't get mad or disgusted. They're, dis- they're discouraged. Well, you, you can be discouraged, but you can't get mad. Because, again, this is something that you like doing. You can't expect them to just go or go all out to make you happy. Um, you got you to gotta talk to them. And when you're talking to them, you know, that's got to be stated as well. Say, look, don't do this for me. I want us to do it. I want to do it with you if you like it. It can be a lot of great things. And this really isn't just for married couples. I guess it's just, that. It can be, it's just dating couples. Matter of fact, I think it's best to start that when you're dating. I think it's good to start a lot of things when you're dating as opposed to being married. I never believed in, never necessarily uh, prescribed to a theory of having sex waiting to marriage has to consummate the relationship. What if it's the worst sex you've ever had in your life? Or worse? What if you've never had sex and it takes you five years to realize this is the worst sex you've ever had in your life? Um, uh, not live with someone before you're married? I think it's great to live with someone before you're married. That's when you get to see the true grit of that person. You get to see the edges. You can see the crust. You can see the nasty sides of them when you're living with them. And you can realize that, that you realize that if you want to continue on the rest of your life with this person or not. But that income includes all those little freaky habits that you might have. You know, I mean, the list of habits, the list of desires is endless. But that time is best served exploring with your partner. Maybe it's exploration time that you say, hey, I want to explore this before we settle down and have children. Who knows? But opening up to your partner is probably the best thing you can do. And oh my God, you would have so much fun. And if you find out that person isn't the one for you and it's really important for you to have that type of lifestyle, then you can make a constant, make, a, make a, uh, informed decisions at that point. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to be five years into a marriage and then be d- depressed because you realize that just the person you married doesn't want to experiment anything with you or do certain things with you. You know, you, you know, get it. Granted, some things, like I said, they can be, she can be shelved. You realize, say, I love this woman to death. I love this man or this person to death. They don't like uh, me licking their feet. I really like licking feet, but they don't want me licking their feet. Is she okay with me watching feet videos? She might be. Go ahead and watch your feet videos, you freaky foot motherfucker. I ain't licking my feet. Compromise. Communication. Compromise. See how that works? But you don't want to take that risk later on. Cause if it's always especially if it's always been there. Now arguably if you marry somebody and you develop habits throughout the relationship. That's different. Um, that's a little different because now you have to first learn. Oh, excuse me. Learn what you like and what's what's happening, what's going on with you. And then how do you communicate that to your your partner? Mm. Interesting question. I would um I can tell a funny story. I like funny stories. I like funny stories. It's a funny one. Um, so years ago, uh, my wife and I went through this phase where we were doing, um, just the daily stuff, wake up kids, wake up kids, wake up kids, work, wake up kids, work, wake up kids, work, all that stuff, the mundane stuff. I'm seeing the same cars driving to work, everything, go to work, work a project, come home, do a day of work, come back home, eat lunch, talk to your friends, see you on Monday. How was your weekend? We were doing all that shit. 
uh, one day, I think one of her friends said, hey, look, uh, man, a friend of mine had these parties, like costume parties. I think it was Halloween. So she like came to me and was like, I went to a Halloween party. I said, Halloween party? We never done a Halloween party in our life. I said, well, no, this isn't really a real Halloween party. This is a, hold on, hold your breath. This is a swinger Halloween party. I said, say what? I said, yeah. I said, oh, shit. Okay, well, I don't, well, what's, what's up with it? So we talk about it a little bit, and we lay down some ground rules. And I'm going to tell you our ground rules. Our ground rules were the same. We were a little different than everybody else. Matter of fact, they didn't like us at these parties. We were not very swinger-esque. Um, but we discussed it because this this was our introduction to it, and this is how we how we did our thing. What we would do, we said, say, hey, we had rules for somebody came up to us. Uh, we had things we discussed. Uh, but the most part, our whole thing was, because this deal was probably for over a weekend, like Friday night, Saturday night, you stayed in the hotel. Beautiful setup. Very well done. But our thing was, <laughs> let's get the baddest costumes. Let's get as much liquor as we can. And let's get some food. Like we got Wingstop one year. We had Buffalo Wild Wing. We had Chinese food. We had bottles on top of bottles. Cause I was I was an alcohol connoisseur. And I'm gonna tell you. So so I would go to the store. We would go to the store. This is something we did together. And this kind of get them. Uh, eighteen hundred black tequila, uh, Belvedere, Red Berry Syrah. This is what I brought one time. Three bottles for two of us. So eighteen hundred black. Red Berry, Ciroc, Belvedere. Either the Belvedere or Grey Goose. I mixed them up all the time. Well, we went to several parties overall. Then we had cranberry juice. I had thermoses for mixing drinks. Then, uh, uh, Red Bull. Now, um, we would get to the party. We set up in our room. We put our bottles up. We decorated our little room. Because like I said, it was a hell of a party. We didn't really interact with people on that level. We watched people do stuff. We had fun watching them do stuff. But our whole thing was to have fun, get drunk as fuck, and wake up the next morning hanging out the edge of the bed. Had a great time. But that's what we did. We were basically watchers. Which is why I said people didn't really like us that much. We just walked around constantly. We talked shit. I talked shit. We had a good time. We acted off funny. We acted like we were saying, but we what? We watched all night. Well, all night till we fell asleep. We passed out. But that was our thing. That's what we did. We did that for a few years until we said, you know what? We've done it enough. And we stopped. We met some great people. We never, we never hooked up with nobody like that. That wasn't our thing. Our thing was just to have fun and go. For me, it was exciting to go just to watch and be out the house and be in an adult environment, a real adult environment, but ultimately to have a good time with her. And it was a lot of fun. We got to learn a lot about each other in those events. That was what worked for us. But again, communication and some compromise. So we had restraints and restrictions of restraints. Restraints. Um, some of y'all are dirty minded out there. I know what you're thinking. That was the wrong word. That was the trigger word for some people. Dial it back in. We're not talking about restraint. We're not talking about that yet. Oh, I said, yeah. We'll talk about that later on. We'll say that for later. So, <sighs> guys, see, I get off subject and I just go down a rabbit hole. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, 
it was fun for us. And that's where you get, that that's how you're able to get to know the person you're with better. It, the, it would not have, I, it would not have hurt us any to have never done that. But had she not mentioned it, we'd have never had that, that discussion about it and never had those opportunities. And that ultimately helps you grow. That's what a relationship is about. It's not just about marriage and getting up and being with this person every day. It's actually enjoying and liking the person and liking the life you have because essentially this is your life. You know, you're married and you have a family. You, you become more than mom and dad, husband and wife. You are still a person. And these are things that people do. So if there's anything you take away from this, take that from me. Um, don't be afraid to talk about what you like doing. Don't be afraid to to talk to the person that you claim to love for the rest of your life or the person you're thinking about marrying or you're dating for long term. Uh, oh, I have so many different rules if you're just dating for a week or two. Shit, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You don't know where that thing is going. But the ones that are in committed relationships, that person you're with, the one that's going to know you better than your parents, They'll see you in ways that your parents will never see you or want to see you. You owe it to them to open up a little bit to them. That that communication can never go wrong. Even if it makes the situation, it brings up the worst in the situation. The worst is already there. Talking about it and identifying it can only help. So that's my two cents on that. I hope that's been helpful. Um, we're going to explore this topic a lot more as we go deeper into our uh, season this year with our further episodes. I may just do a full segment on it, a few, a full, maybe three part session on this year. Bring in some folks. We can have some point and counterpoint here to make this really interesting. But uh, like I said, um, as always, let me know what you think, some of your experiences. You guys can message me, of course. I check my email. I am Gregory at outlook.com it's in the comments of course it's at the bottom of this podcast so let me know i get bored sometimes and i get lonely so i'm looking forward to whoever comes up with something crazy but uh yeah so that's that's, that's what we got tonight so i got tonight i'm out of gas it's hump day eve actually we are actually on our thursday eve the hump day eve will be tuesday it was hump day now it is just about Friday Eve. So we're going to get ready and see you back here this Friday. All right. So this has been Gregory. I am. And you have been awesome. Take care. And I will see you later this week. I won't see you out here. I'll talk to you later this week. <laughs> All right, folks. One.